Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. Put your Bibles with me, please, to Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 27. Breaking yokes. Isaiah 10, 27, the word of God says, and I read from the New International Version. The word of God says, in that day, their burden will be lifted from your shoulders. They are the enemies. The burden the enemies put on you as an individual in that day the burden shall be lifted off your shoulders that day is today that day is tomorrow that day is every day of your life because you cannot break one burden and believe that as long as you live there shall be no burden to bear again because the devil is working very hard he's working very hard that by the time you break one burden he's looking for a loophole an opening to put his feet and place another burden jesus said a man planted and whilst he went to sleep the enemy the man tilled the land treated the land cleared everything it was a good land and he put his seeds in it and he was satisfied but he went to take a little rest which is natural and then the enemy in the night because those who sleep the bible said they sleep at night so when he went to take a little sleep the enemy is continuously working so he went and planted weeds in his farm so you see when you break one burden off your shoulder the enemy is working to replace it that is why you must be very very much alert jesus said watch and pray watch and pray those who watch do not sleep it means that because it's natural for you to sleep when you go to sleep you must still be watching i don't know how you do it but it is called spiritual alertness when you forget yourself a little the burden will come in that day their burden will be lifted off your shoulders their yoke from your neck there's a burden on your shoulder and there's a yoke on your neck it chokes you cannot breathe breaking yokes a yoke is a burden i've gone through all that already stands for so many things the yoke will be broken because you have grown very fat the fatness is when you stay in the word of god the fatness is when you pray the fatness is when you believe you are putting on weight when you do settings and many more when you walk in love you are getting fat the spirit of god liberates us you and i the spirit of god which is the fatness sets us free from every yoke galatians 5 and verse 18 says but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law the law is a yoke we'll see that 
the spirit sets us free from the yoke of the enemy. Today I want to look at a few others. The first one is the yoke of religion. I also call it the yoke of error. Untruth, deceitfulness. Jesus Christ did not die buried, resurrected, ascended, so that when you place your faith in him, you will have religion. No. When you place your faith in him, he died and he's living, so you will live, you will have life. And life eternal. Life eternal. That is why Jesus died. It's not a brand of religion. It's not living under another set of laws and rules. It is not denying or breaking the Old Testament laws, but Jesus said he has come to augment and make the Old Testament laws better. He did not come to abolish it, but he came so that you don't have to go bringing goats and cows and sheep and doves as we are reading in Hebrews. Come and plead with God to forgive your sins. No, Jesus Christ died so that those ceremonial laws of bringing this, bring that, do this, do that, shed blood, which cannot cleanse you from your sin, will be done away with by your believing in him, the Lamb of God without sin. The shed blood, that does not have to be shed again. It is perfect blood. And that brings you in to live with the spirit of the living God here on earth and have his life in you, but not to have religion. Let me read this scripture to us before I continue. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Galatians 5, 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. A yoke of slavery. Religion. Error. What is Paul talking about? In this instance, Paul was talking about don't let the, the rules. When you go to Galatians chapter 1 and verse 9, Paul was dealing with the same thing. I mean, God has come through Jesus Christ to save you. Why are you still living life as though Christ did not die for you? Why are you living life as though you can pay for your own sins? Why are you living life as though when I do this and do that, when I give this money, it will save me? No, that money doesn't save you. Christ died to save you. Why are you living life and you cancel the word of God? You know the word of God. For instance, God says, bring your own 
all your tithes, give your offerings. You said, no, I heard a teaching on radio, and the teaching said the tithe is an Old Testament thing. Every word of God from Genesis to Revelation, Pastor, what are you saying? Are you not just telling us the Old Testament cannot save us? The old law, no, Jesus, I said he came to make it better. The old laws are fulfilled through Christ, and it culminates in just one thing, love God. If you love me, you will obey my commands. What did he say? Bring all the tithes and the offerings to my house. The tithe will not save you, for instance. So you cannot hear a teaching which tells you, oh, don't do that one. And you cannot hear a teaching which also says, unless you do the tithing and the offering, you will not be blessed. So, Pastor, what are you saying? That is why it's important for you to know the word of God. You are blessed already. But if you truly love God, you show it by obeying his commands. Give offerings you give. You don't go arguing with the word of God. It's error and it is religion. You know, when Paul was teaching and going around and teaching, he would go to places and he would sit down and be discussing with the people because there were itinerary teachers which took it upon themselves to refute everything that is Christianity. There were people who didn't believe in anything and they won't allow others to believe. And Jesus Christ was dealing with the same things. He said the Pharisees, they are not going in and they will not allow others to also go in. There are people like that today. If you have a religious mindset, you don't allow yourself to, be, to learn the word of God. You don't allow yourself to live the word of God. How you can be prosperous and successful is do not let this word of the Lord depart out of your mouth, but meditate on it there night. Think about what God said from Genesis to Revelation. Think about it. Think on it. It is medicine. Drink it. If it's only one line you know, chew it. Do not let it depart. He says, and be careful to do it. You hear the word of God is still in the word. Who said tithing is past? That's not what I came to teach, but that's one error I want to talk about. When people tell you don't give your tithe, and then you listen, the devil is using them, then you are, you are agreeing. Because it is not in your nature without Christ to give. In your nature without Christ, you are the least give me give me always give me we come to God give me we come to God but true religion according to the word of God teaches that you give you take care of people in your household if you have widows in your household you take care of them if there are orphans you take care of them you take care of the church you take care of the pastors you take care of the poor and the needy you take care of God's house the ties the offerings are what will build the next church the ties the offerings are what will help somebody among us today who will go home hungry a pastor just retired from the pastoral work as a right reverend something as at yesterday, we had a call. The call said we have no food in the house. Could you please help us? Should it come to that? Should it come to that? Who are you concerned? It's an error to, to be so arrogant and proud when God is just luring you into your blessing. The blessing is available, but these are some of the things that become error, that you know the truth, but you prefer to stay on that untruth. It's a slavery. 
It is freeing when you know what is the will of God and you do it, I can assure you. There's nothing like knowing the will of God and purposing in your heart that this is the will of God. You see the will of God to help my neighbor? You see the will of God to get up and pray for my friend, for my church, for my pastors, for the poor, for the needy? You see the will of God to give to someone? And so if somebody is telling they are stealing from the people. They look at the faces of the congregation who don't have and they are enriching themselves. And then they say, bring money and we bring. This church, I will never. I, 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 I know where is error. And that is why you must know the word of God. You must just know the word of God. I will never try to coerce you outside the word of God. That people will go and take the capital they are using to work and bring to God. It's called foolishness. God will not bless you for giving. God has given you wisdom. God blesses the hands that are working. So you work with your money and when he is blessing, then you give. And so God is wise enough to say, everything I bless you with, bring 10%. He didn't say bring all of it and I'll give to you. As you mature in the Lord and you grow and you know the word of God and you have understanding, you come to where you know God is not stealing from you. God is wanting to bless you. So if you have your hundred cities and it's all you have and you take a step of faith, say, God, I want to sow this money, hundred cities. God will never neglect that faith. Those who diligently seek him, he will not cast away. He will reward you. So if you gave by faith, but not because the pastor thought that bring tithes and offerings, you go and borrow from the bank, and out of foolish zeal, you said the pastor said, give and it shall be given. It is true, but you are walking in error. The yoke of error, I can take eternity to be teaching about it from scriptures. Are you understanding the word of God? There is no straight line, but the word of God is here a little, there a little. Then the word of God that you know by the spirit of God in you will begin to lead you. Oh, so it's not even hard to give offerings. Ah, it is for my own sake that I give offerings. So I shouldn't wait till Sunday morning and I go around and I take coins and I look at God and I say, God, you deserve these coins. But I bought credit 15 CDs in the week. I bought 15 yesterday and I was doing useless Google, whatever you do there, search, useless. Error. It is error. It has to come to a time that we are no more under the slavery of error because we've not opened scriptures to know it for ourselves. Look at what Paul told the Galatian churches in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 1. Oh, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Galatians, the Galatia church. What foolishness! What foolishness that God should be begging us that I bless you, give your offering. I have loved you, love me back, love your neighbor back. Do not hate those who hate you, forgive them. What foolishness is that? You are living in error. Therefore, the yoke of slavery continues to be in you. What foolishness is that? That God says, honor your pastors, and you can talk about your pastor and curse your pastor, or oh, it's in the scriptures. <laughs> 
and you don't fear God. It is full. You foolish Galatians, what is wrong with your minds? Church, it is time to rise up from being foolish to being wise because wisdom is what the Spirit of God in earth gives to us. Heavenly wisdom, not earthly wisdom. When you hold back, you are operating in foolishness. It is religion and it is error. There's religion too that will make you do things God has not asked. In fact, when God gave the Ten Commandments, the Jewish people, they added more to it in the fear that they would break the Ten. And they could not obey any of them anyway. Over 300 and something plus, I can't remember now, was added to the Ten Commandments. So that they are sure they don't... So you can be in that error, that religious thinking, that because you don't want to hurt God, then you are living foolishly. What God has not said, you are doing it. And there's no faith attached to it. Because without faith, you can get, God said in the book of First, First Corinthians chapter 13, He says you can speak in tongues, you can do all manner of things, you can give yourself to be burnt, but these three abide. Faith, hope, and love. Important. Do you know the scriptures? If you know the scriptures, if you choose to live by the scriptures, I don't, I'm not saying, have you gone to Bible school? I'm not saying, can you recite Genesis to Revelation chapter 22? No! And, but do you love God enough that the little you know, you are ready not to live in error but to obey it? So you are not dealing religiously with Christianity. It is a relationship and it's a beautiful relationship. When you fall in love with Jesus, when you fall in love with God, when you are in love with God, your teary days, your crying days are your most joyous days. You are crying all right, but you know he will show up. He will show up. So you are not afraid to love him by obeying his commandments. If you don't know him, you live in fear. Therefore, you become religious, whichever the way. You do things he didn't tell you. You underdo, you overdo. <laughs> it is religion. Just have relationship with Jesus. Just, just, just fall in love. When you know the truth, he said you will know the truth and the truth shall set you free. The truth shall set you free. He said, it is for freedom that Christ set us free. The yoke of slavery. The yoke of error, the yoke of religion, the yoke of untruth, the yoke of, of deception and lies. It all comes under that religion. Jesus said, Paul was right, he said, Christ has set us free. Therefore, stand firm. Church, stand firm. It's about time we rise up and we say, we don't want this wishy-washy religion. We don't want it. What, what kind of Christianity is that? Because we came to church, we paid our dues. When we get out of church, we live anyhow only. It is religion. But stand firm in the truth you believe. Don't let anyone lie to you. Not the bishop of the world. Not the pastor of your church. No, it's a demon. Anybody who tells you something that is not in the word of God, it's a demon. It's the devil himself. He says, stand firm. Stand firm. He says, do not let yourselves be burdened again. Do not let yourself be burdened again. God doesn't want you on that new yoke. That is why when you are growing in the word, you are growing prayer, you are growing faith, you are growing love, the yoke shall be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. The yoke shall be broken. Oh. Leviticus chapter 26 verse 18. 
He says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt so that you will no longer be slaves to the Egyptians. I brought you out. Christians, we have been brought out of darkness into this marvelous light. Why do we want to go back into the darkness? No longer shall you be slaves to the Egyptians. No longer shall you, shall you be slaves to fear. No longer shall you be slaves to the fear of death, to the fear of lack, to the fear of sicknesses and diseases. No longer. God says no longer. Look in your Bible. Why did he say it? I'm just saying what God said. No longer. No longer. He said, Pastor, really? Why am I still having the bread? That's Jesus. I don't have the answer. That's why I told you, the yoke, you will break and it will come. That's why prayer is our lives. Prayer is our life. You live life like if you don't pray one second, something will happen. Nothing will happen. God is watching over us. But he wants us to be in communication with him. No longer slaves to the Egyptians. I broke the bars of the yoke and enabled you to walk with heads held high. This is how God wants you to walk. Confident. Confident. I was looking at my son, Timothy, leading worship. I said, this is true confidence in Christ. It will smell. You will see it. You are unafraid. You are uninhibited. You don't care what the people are saying. As a matter of fact, I never care what the people are saying. As long as my conscience is in line with the word of God, you misjudge, you misread, you miss whatever. Once I know I'm walking with Christ. Do I not make mistakes? I do. And that is why I say, will you please forgive me? He said daily, if there's anyone who said they have not seen, they have lied, that the truth is not in them. But if you confess your sin, God, I was a bit arrogant the other time. Will you please forgive me? Oh God, please, I'm so sorry. I didn't look at my sister well. I didn't look at my, oh, I misjudged something. God will always forgive you. And then you have this confident relationship with God. Remember, I'm talking about the error. <laughs> the error. Holy mm, 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 mm. it Spirit. I want a broke the yoke. A Christian who is still walking timidly. Then ask yourself, are you saved? If you know who is inside, remember we did a message on First John 4 4. If you know who is living on your inside, hallelujah. Fearful times will come, challenging times will come. But in the midst of it, your spiritual chest is lifted high. You know tomorrow will be better. Tomorrow will be good. Because goodness and love follows us every day. Monday was not the best according to you. But who says so? God didn't see that. All that was like how you cook in quote unquote, Or you cook any soup in the house. You don't just eat the, the salt separately and chew the palm separately. No, 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 you don't do that. You bust them together and you enjoy your, your abenquai. Hallelujah. So the yesterday that you said was no good. Maybe it was the money God decided to put in the contumely stew for you. Then you said it's no good. Who says so? It is all working together for your good. It is all working together for your good. God wants you walking head held high god bless you for listening to this message make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week until next time remember jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows mm -hmm.